0: A few episodes ago, Rosemary and I got to sit down with Swarthmore College's Suzanne Thornton and Beringer Engelheim's Judy Roy to talk about their piece in *Significance* magazine about how the changing understanding of sex and gender is making statisticians take a long look at their own data collection methods. We're happy to have them back again on this episode of *Stats and Stories* to continue this conversation. I'm John Baylor. *Stats and Stories* is the production of Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media Journalism and Film, as well as the The American Statistical Association. I am joined again by my colleague and co-panelist, Rosemary Pennington from the Department of Media, Journalism and Film. So to start, Rosemary, I think you had an experience early on trying to use more general inclusive language, right?
1: Yes. And I I really and truly I wish I would had something like this when I was doing all that work early on in my Ph.D. because... I had people on my committee who were like, why are you even worried about this? And I'm like, because I want to make sure I'm being inclusive and I'm getting what I want to get. Like, how is that not, yeah. why are we having this conversation?
0: Oh, and I, yeah. I wish I could build a time machine and go back 30 years to some of the intro stack classes that I yeah. taught. And also some that I, and, and if you take it back a bit further, some that I took <laughs> yeah. because I, you know, yeah. the understanding and, and kind of the conversation about this, it it just wasn't it wasn't on radar, right?
2: Yeah, I am so happy to have this opportunity to have this discussion with you and and Judy. And our goal, I think, is to. Well, I can speak for myself. My goal is to speak to researchers, people who are aware of you know, gender diversity and, and diversity and sexual characteristics and to provide helpful recommendations from the perspective of somebody whose job it is to make sense of data, of observable information. And cause I think there's plenty of interest, but as Dudy mentioned, there's this is just now kind of entering the stats conversation.
3: I mean I, I think this conversation has should have been a stats conversation long time ago was somehow it is not and, and and we all felt that this was time we we change it and it, you know i didn't mention this but since susan is a professor here i i also started teaching at at uconn uh, since last year i i teach my oh, own cool. course there so so I, I i basically see the value of telling students this story because mm-hmm. th- there is such a power in 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 telling people, don't just think about a topic when it comes to your own thing. We must think about what's around mm-hmm. us and around in the world, and and being an ally is really powerful. So so I love seeing people realize, ah, I could do more perhaps, and and that happens for the past two years uh, with my students, and and this is also really really uh, encouraging and fruitful for me.
0: I you know I wonder if if some of this is is part of the the Sort of thinking in in some stack sort of methods classes, uh, you know the variables came to us. They, they, it's almost like they <laughs> right. came down exactly. from the mount. <laughs> they're, they're, exactly. They've been you know carved in stone, yep. and then we take these and we just do a bunch of stuff with it without without yep. ever thinking. Well, if we've measured garbage, you know, yep. if if, we've, if what we're measuring is unreliable and unstable. I mean, this is Absolutely. one of the times that, that I often thought, you know, that psychologists th- who thought a lot more about measurement and principles of measurement, we needed to have integrated more of that in terms of statistical thinking Mm -hmm. and and i think that you all are really pressing a really important point is in the work that you've been doing
2: thank you so much i yeah i think you're you're spot on um this is this is very much in line with our thinking as well
3: and we are thinking of what we can do more as statisticians to be honest i mean one of the things that we do very often and i was just telling susie like two days ago about her ideas We, we were like you know Every time we have this conversation with a non-believer, who says <laughs> that you know why why should we why should we do this? This is just like you know a few people. Let, let's not worry because as allegations, we, we are also taught like just look at the summary numbers. Yep, yep, yeah. yep. Right, and and if, if the summary number is like 05 percent, do we care? The the problem is, I think we as statisticians can do more with our simulation tools. Whenever we are looking at a problem, we are always trying to simulate and show you the pros and cons, but somehow someone has not done this yet for this topic. And and there is also some power to that.
2: Not to give away future research topics. (laughs) Not to give away. (laughs) (laughs) but uh, but in general it's like this 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 just needs to be out there.
1: Well that's all the time we have for this episode of stats and Stories Suzanne and Duty thank you so much for joining us today yeah, Thanks. Thank you guys Thank for you. having us. Stats and Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media, Journalism, and Film and the American Statistical Association. You can follow us on Twitter at Stats and Stories, Apple Podcasts, or other places where you find podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on the program, send your email to Stories at miamioh.edu or check us out at statsandstories.net. And be sure to listen for future editions of Stats and Stories, where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics.